listening to the Play to Win podcast. Welcome to Play to Win the podcast. I'm Adam Epstein from Podcast Village in Washington, D.C., and I love sports movies. Anytime they're on, Space Jam, Miracle, Remember the Titans, Coach Carter, I have to watch. I have to finish the movie, even though I know the ending. It's just in my DNA. It's something I grew up with. I'm flipping through the channels on my Xfinity, on my Comcast, on my Cox Cable. If I see Miracle, if I see Space Jam, you're damn sure I'm watching that movie. I'm Adam Epstein, joined by Brian Lawrence and Joey DeRosa. Miracle, 40th anniversary from uh, the Miracle on Ice this past Saturday, February 22nd. Fantastic film. Aruzioni! I play for the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to follow us, hit subscribe on our YouTube page. We're on the push to 100 subscribers. Let's kick things off with player of the week, an athlete who's just been crushing it on the field, the court, or the pitch. Guys, I have to choose Bradley Beal, the first player since Kobe Bryant to have 50-plus points in back-to-back nights. Brian, they couldn't get the win, though. They didn't, um, and he was visibly frustrated. On the bench, he left the locker room without talking to any reporters. You score 50 points and you, you're leaving out the locker room bitter. I mean, I think that shows that he wants to win. Yeah, and that's why, as a Wizards fan, you have to have to hope John Wall coming back will solve all of this. If Bradley actually puts up 50 in a game that John Wall's playing in, we're winning by 20, no doubt. Yeah, and you, you got to hope that, you know, Rui gets better. Um, that you're looking at retaining Bertans and you're putting together a formidable team that can compete in the East. But my player of the week didn't play, hasn't played in a while, and in fact is an NBA owner. My guy is ex-wizard Michael Jordan. Why? Um, because, you know, he had... The ex-wizard? Mo- he, he's, he had a moving speech uh, at Kobe's tribute um, that probably brought half the viewers to, to tears. I mean, this is a guy that you never really get to see his true emotion too much. He doesn't speak out. He's not a media guy. He's not on TNT like Shaq and Barkley. Uh, he's on the poker tables gambling. And so it's interesting to kind of see that emotion from him. And you you learn like that these that these elite athletes have this kind of family bond. Doesn't matter who you are, tennis, football. They all kind of get together. And you learn like just you know that NBA that that dream team team. They probably formed a special bond. And, and, and Michael Jordan just moved me. And so that for that, he is my player of the week. Joey, who is your player of the week? I play players of the week, boys. Come uh, on, not again. <laughs> so this will be the last one for a little while. And this will be the last time I talk about the Astros, probably until the season, uh, the MLB yeah, season right. begins. But the Houston Astros down in spring training have been beamed seven times already in three games uh, this season. So I'm my players of the week are each pitcher that's hit Altuve, each pitcher that's uh, that will hit Bregman, Springer, anybody else on that team. They deserve it. Thank you. I actually really liked seeing Alex Bregman get hit. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, he's this cocky guy. Do you remember this during yeah. the World Series? <laughs> Four losses. Very cool. And it actually went viral this week that he was quoted on a podcast a year ago saying, I like how baseball rules itself. Like, you yeah. know, the players rule it themselves. The, uh, yeah, they, the unwritten rule of basically you'll if you do something wrong in, in the middle of game or if you cheat like they did, you're going to get beamed. Here we are. I'm setting a rule right now. Joey now in eight episodes, four times has picked multiple players. He's hit his limit. He's getting no more. You got to pick one player from here on out, and that's what I'm going to do right now. Ryan, are you giving him a technical foul? I am. Tee him up. 
Let's move on to Netflix. One of the guys from Play to Win watching on Hulu, Amazon, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, HBO. Guys, this week, it's a discussion about what's going on in Hollywood. Brian, you saw there's going to be a Friends reunion, but it's more like an interview. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think they're getting the whole cast together. You know, think like a Bravo recap episode or a Survivor finals, final season or or a survival final episode, um, they're going to ask questions, you know, and, and it's crazy. Like, how much are they getting paid? They're getting paid two to three million dollars each to basically sit there for an hour and communicate. So it's kind of like, do we know if they're going to be in their character? That's Pro my question. Am I going to be watching Joey or Matt LeBlanc? No, you're going to be watching Matt LeBlanc. I Aren't they the same? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of same. Are. He played the same character in episodes, which actually... Low-key, low good key show on Showtime. Show. And that's your, Showtime's your bit, Brian. It's the one show I have not seen on Showtime. Oh, come on! <laughs> that's insane. No, but so, I mean, I, I imagine they're just going to talk about what the uh, what the what what their careers have been like because of Friends. I think but, it would be even cooler to just have the writers involved in it because a big storyline that I heard from Friends was that Joey was supposed to get with Monica, but then Chandler and her had such a good dynamic on set that they rewrote the script. I'm sure that... Friends fanatics are going to go nuts over it because they have the six of them together. But from just a casual viewer, I think it'll be a letdown. But well, maybe you won't be let down for the Mighty Ducks reunion. Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez is back. Yeah, uh, he, I'm not sure if you saw the picture. He looks really goofy in his hoodie and <laughs> his head just looks way too big. But I'm excited to see whether, where they go with this. Are they going to bring back everybody? They can't bring back everybody because Goldberg is finished. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> this guy loves drugs, so he's not. I don't think he's coming back. But like, is Adam Banks coming back? Is Charlie Conway coming back? Charlie like, Conway might be too expensive for them now. You know, I'm not that excited for Mighty. Do we really? Is, do we really need a fourth? Like, do we always have to bring back movies? Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible. Create a new storyline. I completely agree. The thing is, is that there's no original ideas anymore. That's why we just had three new Star Wars. That's why Harry Potter's are just having prequels. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. Well, I'm going to watch every single thing of these, <laughs> but it's just there's no originality. And that's why whenever these new kind of shows like uh, I mean, even Lost in Space isn't something that's new. Right. Well, but so the thing is about this is that I like bringing back things that were big in the 90s. Rather than bringing Not back things that were big in the childhood. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's no, so it feels it's good. Nostalgic. It's nostalgic for me. Yeah. That's why my dad loves all, when they bring back movies from the 60s. And he's like, oh, Paul Newman played that really well. Paul but you didn't, a great even, actor. you didn't even like Mighty Ducks 3. You're going to like Mighty, Mighty Ducks No, no, no. Sad. That was Joey. I f loved it. Don't, <laughs> don't put that on me, Brian. Mighty Ducks 3. God damn. Mighty Th Ducks 3 was not good. Mighty Ducks 3, they're like in a prep school, and it's fantastic. It's There's a love fantastic. interest. Oh, cool. There's a love interest in the second one. The second one's the best one, out of the, by the way. It is. No, it is the best one. I had a birthday party. I took my parents took like 15 kids to see that movie. They must have dropped like $400 to take a bunch of nerds to see Mighty Ducks 2. How much popcorn are they getting for that? Hopefully a couple buckets. They put that all on credit cards, put my parents in debt. So we have a stat in the control room. Oh, oh, hell yeah, Rob. So if you want to book Joshua Jackson, the actor who plays one Charlie Conway, for a private appearance, it'll range anywhere from $40,000 to $75,000. Oh, Holy my God. Is that from Dawson's Creek? Like, yeah. What, what, what? Dude, that's what I'm saying. He's gone. He's, he's on another, the most famous since the he's Actually, the he's, in, he's, he's on another show. He's also on The Affair on Showtime. He's also um, on Fringe, JJ. Yeah, yeah, thank Fringe, you. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. Sure. Yep, Fringe. My dad loves that show. What you wanted to talk about and I think is very interesting is the top 10 Netflix. They're going to have a category of top 10. Is so that original that. content or is that 
what anything everything. that's being no, watched. No, it's everything that's on there. I, I was on there today, and it said top 10 in the U.S. right now. And so I think it's pretty similar to the what's trending right now, but they're keeping it as a 10. Each movie or, or TV show has a, a number next to it. So I think it's just more of an organizational thing, but I like it because I do feel like sometimes I'm scrolling forever on Netflix. I, th- I bet you that they, you can filter it by country too, which is pretty neat because we obviously don't look, I mean, like Parasite, I would never have heard of that if... Like if it wasn't like something that won many awards. Sometimes I just want to see number one. This is what everyone's watching right now. Love is Blind. Check it out. That and is what was number one. I know because it's amazing. I just watched it. I finished it today. I can't stand that kind of show. Like I don't like the Bachelor style. Oh, it's amazing. They fall in love sitting in pods.